Oh my God, Willow, it's so nice of you. Say it again. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Will said I looked, quote, fabulous, by the way. Incredible. Yeah. And she Thanks. got the whole quote. She's, she does Thanks. listen. I am about to step out, so I had to do put on my makeup before this. But um, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you got to be the hot cousin. Yeah. I mean, I can't show up to this, like, baseball game looking raggedy as fuck. Um, I'm also, like, in a weird spot with my extended family, so I can't <laughs> show up looking bad. <laughs> Oh if we're God. being honest and we can leave that in there they should know um okay that's fine with me shit So I was listening to this pod like last week. This just made me think of it. And I don't even remember how they got brought up. They were talking about their cousins or something. And mm-hmm. one, the co-host asked the other co-host, like, do you have any hot cousins? Um, Like, <laughs> I guess just to fuck with him. But he was like. I do. And, uh, and he was like, oh, are you the hot cousin? Like. Don't tell me you're the hot cousin, blah, 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 blah. And Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about it. I had never heard, like, that being a thing. But, like, thinking about it, I feel like everybody I know has a hot cousin. I'm definitely the hot cousin, though. (laughs) My sister and I are definitely the hot cousins. Because, like, every since we were little, we were always showing up in the best fits hair pressed makeup done and i just felt like we were the hot cousins we always had plans things to do oh so Uh, you were always you were thinking about it yeah yeah okay and i just felt like and this no knock i just feel like my cousins that were same age as us just weren't on the same level and that's not even being like wow we we were better just like we were a little bit more um advanced for our age so and my sister and i felt the brunt of it for sure that we were the hot cousins like we got all the shits so uh um, woe is me woe is me okay well you're definitely the hot cousin no 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 really you don't think so no just being humble i do okay But I I'm feel not, like I'm less. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I feel I feel comfortable saying that because I'm not like the talented cousin. Like, oh, I have okay. A cousin, I have a cousin getting her MFA at Yale, and I have another cousin that's a screenwriter that's literally on strike right now. Yeah, so she's but talented. she's like she's like in LA <laughs> doing it. Yeah, she's like writing yeah. shows. You know, so mm. that's. I can't even try to compete. Got to get my own lane. But I think you're talented, but you're not. You're not like the most talented cousin. 
Yeah, that, well, that's the point, right? Yeah. My other cousins are attractive. You know, <laughs> it's not like, that's the thing. Being the hot cousin doesn't mean that you're like the the queen of a, of a gaggle of, of ugly people. You might just like, you can have a bunch of hot cousins, but the hottest one is the hot cousin. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation is so bizarre. I know, I know. It's also like with both sides, like I have different sides. My dad's side, I don't know if I'm really the hot cousin. I don't know them that well. Like, but I do have a cousin on my dad's side that is hot. She's a girl. Well, there you She's go. hot. So there you go. Hmm. I'll have to well, think about this. I mean, for her, you're still the hot cousin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to get really meta with it. <laughs> what did you think about the succession episode last night? Um I was ready to say that it was a bad episode. It was funny. Rob actually texted me at like nine fifty two that it was a bad episode. And yeah. then the en- after the end of the episode it was like, all right, it's a pretty good episode. <laughs> I think it was just the episode that like is supposed to tee up the crazy like i feel like these last three episodes are just getting darker and darker and crazier so i feel like it's just like not every episode can be uh high speed a high speed like car chase you know yeah and honestly as a closeted mattson hater this whole time it felt nice to be able to be validated with that <laughs> Because before I was just being a hater, right? Like, oh, that he's like the worst. Yeah, but he's like no, he's no more the worst than the rest of them, really. And he's just he's right. like a charismatic guy, good actor, all of that. It was all there. So, I, but I just didn't. I I never was like super into his whole thing. And now he's it's so like weird. Validated because he's just a he's just a fraud. <laughs> Right. I think if it was played by anyone but Alexander Skarsgård, then you we would just hate him earlier. But because it's Alexander yeah. Skarsgård and he's like a great actor and hot and like literally embodies that role, I just can't hate him right away. But I do love that now he's a fraud because I was like, shit, this guy is a dick, but at least his company is solid. And now his company is not solid. So I'm like, there's no point in me liking him anymore. Yeah, exactly. It was like at least he's like big, like mega shark business guy and super smart. And it's like, well, I guess not. Best quote. If there were two Indias. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever, bro. (laughs) That's Um, a crazy thing. Did you see Creed? I don't remember if you saw Creed. Yeah, Yeah, I loved it. I bought it on Amazon Prime. His character for $25. <laughs> Madsen's character has the same thing going as Jonathan Major's character, as Redacted's character in that in uh yeah. Creed 3, where it's like the whole time they're on the screen, I feel like they they might just snap and like do something incredibly reckless and violent at any moment. And that like really adds to like the villainy of it all, they don't have to even really be particularly like or 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 do anything 
particularly wild. I agree with that. I also think that puts the watch like the that puts the audience on ten. Like me watching yeah. Madsen puts me on ten all the time. And the same like you just said, the same vibe when I was watching Creed with Jonathan Major's character. I was like, oh, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? I think it makes for good television. It, it it's uncomfortable in a movie because you don't know the character that well. And when you're on ten right away, you're just a bit confused as to like what's gonna happen next. But at least with TV, you're like, okay, realistically, it can only go so far. We can only do so much within this hour. But like a movie, I'm like, they could just kill everybody. Yeah. And the kids, it's like in uh the Roy kids, it's like they're so hard on the sleeve, like they have no real tact. You just they they tell you what they want and they're like, How do yeah. we have like how can we make this work? And he is like so the opposite of that. He's like so erratic, like Yeah. He, he's like a loose cannon in that regard, in a way that there has like there isn't really one on the show, especially since Logan is gone now. He was kind of the only one. But he, at the end of the day, too, was like, like you knew, you knew he was going to make sort of the best decision. I do think that there is something to be said for the characters in this show that are so truly themselves, and that's the only thing that they can live and die by. Like, I think that is like the appeal with the Matson character is that he always is kind of authentically himself he's only a bit out of water when he's like in this apartment in new york because he's obviously like so uncomfortable and awkward or even like his friends and his like group that he hangs with is awkward and doesn't really fit in but i think with logan like he was always himself he always did everything that was authentically within his character and so that's why i think there was that appeal there whereas the kids it's they're always kind of switching sides. They're always switching up their personalities. They're always trying to figure out. And it's just really hard to keep up or be a fan even. Because I'm like, I don't know what you're going to do next. I mean, even like Shiv, when she has that fight with Tom, realizes that she might be in too deep and that she shouldn't have put her family on the chopping block Yeah, just to I mean, get to get in up. bed with him, right? Like it's this bizarre, like uh, this bizarre regret she has for not being or not doing maybe what she should have done why have they done like why have they done shiv like this where it's like i mean the writers i mean where it's like i feel like shiv hasn't had a win since like season two (laughs) you know i know i don't know why the writers have it, it finally starts trending to where you're like, okay, they they just fuck Shiv over, but like she's maneuvering with Madsen and you, you feel like she's like working toward a win on that end of things. And then she, I mean, she's the loser of my of the episode for me. Well have you ever had I don't know, a there are, there are so many lo- losers. I don't know. But she I think they're, like, they're all kind of losing now. <laughs> yeah, but she flopped at the end of the episode, like again. Have you ever had a really big blowout fight like that with someone like she had at the end of the episode? Yeah, but a while ago. I know 
I think one thing I don't like about myself is that I know how to cut that deep. And when I was watching that, I was like, ooh. Like to say all the things that you might think about a person and to just like be able to take that knife and put it in, stick it around some more, stick a little deeper, yep. keep sticking. I I just – I hate that. I've known that feeling. I was thinking about that the entire time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's got to be hard. Like, I feel like I'm the opposite where I've never, I've purposely never let it get there. I think since I've been in therapy, I don't let it get there. But I feel like even as a young kid, I just knew exactly what buttons to push, things to say that would bring the person over the edge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Identifying with Shiv. I never thought I'd see the day. I know. I mean, it's dark. It's dark. It's it's May 8th. When this comes out, it'll be May 9th. It's so dark. But I mean, none of these characters have gone to therapy. So I don't think they've, you know, sifted through any of their emotions and how they communicate. But it's weird because you only act that way with someone that you deeply love or that you deeply uh care about because you just well, know you them so know well them. yeah exactly, yeah exactly. you know them so well you know exactly it's not even buttons at that point it's like you know exactly what things to say that would just put them over the edge and it's a bit masochistic um because you also know that you're going to get it back in a way you know that that person's going to retort in a way that's going to hurt your like you just as much as you hurt them it's just a weird uh, it was a weird like feedback loop almost but it depends who the person is like you definitely invite that but like tom for example like shiv knows that tom's not gonna say that shit to her he finally did but he said it so like i feel like they did a good job with showing like shiv just said it like her tone she she just came right out with it tom still he was at that point of like sticking the knife in as you said but he was still like kind of hesitant um not too sure of himself while he was doing it uh yeah i don't know but i think that at the end he had that conviction of like that's almost one of the worst things you can say to a woman um whether they want kids or not basically like you'd be a bad mother like you should not have kids that is so so horrible and i think that he and he doesn't even know that she's pregnant right and she could have used that moment to be like i'm actually pregnant so fuck you but instead she just kind of took that in sucked it up yeah he was making some points though oh no neither of them were wrong they were both right that's the i think that's also the thing is that rarely do you ever get to sit in on these big blowout fights, whether it's, you know, you're a third party to a relationship or a, um, I don't know, another family member. Like, you don't get to really sit in and watch like we did in this episode. Yeah. So I do find it to be interesting that you can be like, mm, point taken. Oh, they're kind of right. Oh, also, that was low blow, but the sentiment was correct. Like, you know, yeah. it's just a weird, weird, uh, it was a weird position to be in but i give i give the episode like an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten 
I, I'm yeah. way lower. I'm like six and a half, seven maybe. Probably six and a half. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Connor haggling over what country to be a diplomat in. Also hilarious. He goes, Shout I don't think Connor. I want this. I don't want the slows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's trying to choose um, Willa to live in Oman. Yeah. Uh, three episodes left. So That's here we crazy. go. Primetime, baby. Uh, what other shows are you watching right now? I'm almost done with Thrones. I'm really close to being done. I saw that you're in season. Okay, season seven gets lumped in with season eight with people saying that the ending was bad. And I think, I think season, season seven's seven good. Goes stupid, yeah. Season seven was kind of fire. Like I Saturday night didn't go out, so I was I was like, wait, let me like watch some Thrones because I was almost done with season six. Finished season six, and I got to season seven, episode three. So essentially, I've watched six hours of Thrones like straight through, which I is thought- crazy. I was I was up to like four a.m. Yeah, you watched episode four though, right? That's when Daenerys runs up on on the Lannisters at uh. Oh, I couldn't put it down. I couldn't I stop. Couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. I was that episode goes nuts. Yes, yes, and, and I didn't see it coming. When, um, the Terrell, the Terrell grandma, like gets her shit off before she dies, right? Yeah, she goes. Yeah, I killed Joffrey. Yeah. All right, <laughs> cheers. Um, and then Samwell's family gets burnt fucking alive <laughs> like incinerated by drogon and it's just i don't like i don't like uh i don't like how cersei and posse is just convinced that they're gonna win considering like they have dragons like it literally yeah. ends uh, there it ends there it's <laughs> a lot of denial going on it's like the Dothraki, fine, you don't fuck with them. You could possibly get, you know, better fighters, whatever. But like they have dragons as a plural. Yeah. <laughs> and but they also didn't even I mean, they didn't need the dragons, bro. The Dothraki just did it to them. Just just ran ran up on oh. I might go back and watch that episode. What it was episode? good. And it it's weird because it comes at a time in the episode where the episode is like kinda half over. And so you just don't really feel it. You don't feel like yeah. something's going to happen because it just is like this weird lull and they're all kind of chilling and then they just are incoming. So it's just a, it's a good episode. There's a lot of characters as they come to the end where it's great to see every single character together. And I was thinking about it from a production side and it must be weird to, cause there's almost like six mini shows going on in this one show at all times. Yeah. Yeah, and the actors are only acting with like maybe two or three people, um, like two or three scene partners, like for a whole season. So it's really fun to have all these different plot lines converge into one plot line and scene partners that maybe yeah. some of them haven't seen to their in years, some of them have never acted together, and it's weird as a viewer because it's like I know, like the Hound and John and them and Tormund are all going to go get a white right now yeah so they're all like they all bounced and it's just weird because it's like i know each and every one of those characters individual stories but tormund and uh the hound have like never met it's just like a weird it's like a weird universe to be in it's just like bizarre to watch from like straight through it's obviously people that watched in real time felt the same but it's just weird because it's like i know every intricate detail 
of your last six years and basically one of the characters just views the other character as like <laughs> i don't know this dude who just rolled up and now we're gonna go get like an undead person it's just a weird vibe going on right yeah. now in season seven well and the way that they like the like one-off side characters the way that they kind of just keep them hanging on to come back into yeah. the plot like like the dude who comes back to life <laughs> the the eye patch oh dude. yeah yeah i was like what's I, his name I again like I, yeah <laughs> no he's like cool Barrick, it's barrack something yeah and it's just weird because i was just like oh my god he's so alive like it's weird because you assume all these years have passed because they always say like oh i haven't seen them in years or like a couple years ago but it's like oh man these niggas still like kicking it like all this shit has happened no nah, it's crazy thrones is like there's never been better like world building than thrones i think as yeah i think as someone who would love to write a tv show one day for me like this is it's just very cool seeing how it, it's one thing to be able to screenwrite and create a show off of like a book like george rr R. martin's book but be able to really materialize it for like almost 10 years is so wild to me yeah yeah i'm excited for you to finish season seven i think the so the the i'm only have two episodes left oh so you saw the beyond the wall episode already no that's my next one that's my next one i'm scared i didn't want to watch it last night i was too freaked out that's one of my favorite episodes of the whole show oh okay that's just like shit shit just gets very 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 active and it's like it's also just good like it's a good balance of crazy action and good like character dynamic like dialogue oh i love that okay i'm excited and then i know it's a mosh posh group i know it's like oh i'm getting like sad i'm getting sad i like yeah it's just it was a long watch and i took a couple breaks here and there um my favorite characters as of today i mean i've always been a uh sir davos seaworth girl like i just really love him uh so he's always top three for me i like davos yeah he's like a chiller he's an absolute chiller and he just is like so smart and just gets things like he understands people really well which i like yeah um i used to hate john yeah go ahead I was just going to say, give me your top five side characters. All right. Fuck the main characters. Take take like John, Cersei, Daenerys. Okay. Okay. Like even Tyrion. Like take them out of it. Yeah. Give me your top five. So definitely Davos. Davos is a great one. Great side character. Um, I mean, in recent seasons, I as the hound went from that main Arya storyline to just peripheral. Cause you don't really see him a lot. I love him. Like every time he's on screen, I mean, the actor is like amazing, but I just love his character and I love the trajectory and I love yeah. how he has a low key moral compass. It's just like, he doesn't want to talk about it, but he knows that <laughs> he needs to do the right thing. And I love that. Um, oh God, I need another, I need like, it's really hard because so many of them are shitty. Braun, I love. He's always reliable. 
Um, I like how he just always he. I love how his he's best friends with Jamie. He hasn't been best friends with Tyrion in a while, but I just love his yeah. his one scene partner is always like a good situation. Yeah. Um, I like um, you know who I like is Podrick. I was gonna say I like Podrick. I'm happy he's alive because those earlier seasons, I was like, he's going to be murked any yeah. second. Just murked, like stabbed in the chest, everything. But happy he's alive. Um, ooh, you're going to hate this. You're going to hate it. Okay. I, because I love villains, I loved watching Ramsey Bolton scenes. I loved it. I was always absolutely. What? No, I was always scared to watch them, but the acting is just like so at it there. And each scene, he's so he's kind of the same as a, a Matson character, or uh, yeah, he's like so unpredictable each scene that it was just so terrifying to watch, but so electric. It was just so dark and electric to watch each time. Oh, that I like, I miss how. Guy. No, he's horrible. He's a absolutely villainous no redeeming qualities but i'm just saying each scene he was in was like just so interesting to watch i don't even know how you embody someone that evil because there was no redeeming qualities in him whatsoever yeah okay so great great side character for me um trying to think of one more um i need like a woman in there what's your take on like brienne of tarth Oh, I love her. Reliable. Good character. Yeah. Reliable. Good yeah. What about like the red woman? I kind of like the red woman. I can't stand her ass. I, I, <laughs> she's a, she's annoying to me. She was annoying every single episode she was in to me. Um, and after she burnt my girl Shireen at the stake, I was like, I don't have, I, there's yeah, nothing else wild. to do. Yeah. I was like, we have nothing else. No. Um, we have no else. We have nobody nobody else to give up to you like it's over mm-hmm. um i think i think i love how um i love how convicted samwell is he's a good side character to me he's just yeah. like enjoyable to watch too i like his citadel scenes recently yeah. um that's a good change of scenery too because that's like one of those you places, never see it yeah and you just hear about it the whole time you spend all this time like getting a sense for like what it is, and then yeah, like that's they do that with so many places. It's so it's so good. Yeah, because even when you go to uh, like when they show River Run for each time they show yeah. it, it's a bit confusing. You're like, wait, where are we? <laughs> even though yeah, that exactly. place is mentioned like actually five five times an episode. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Like Dorn even. Yeah. Oh, I love when they used to show Dorne. Oh, yeah. I Obsessed. Wish I, I, if I were in that world, Dornish. I'd be Dornish. Easily, I'd be Dornish. Easily. Yeah. All they, <laughs> what, what, all they do is, like, fuck and fight or something. Like, that's, like, it's something like that. Yeah. Love that. Um, Side characters, yeah. though, like, that was why I asked you about them. I feel like Megan makes fun of me for this a lot, but I'm just a sucker for a side character. Like, the main main characters have too much screen time and i think you build like a a sort of complex opinion of them you know like you see them fuck up you see them make terrible decisions you see them betray people um on top of all the good stuff 
Yeah. Um, or you just see them do things that like you you know they shouldn't be doing. And I feel like side characters for the most part, they're either like all bad, you know, if it's like the sidekick of a villain, you just know not to trust them. Um and then like you have the the situation where it's like somebody turns and it's like, oh, they're helping us now, blah blah blah. blah. Um or they're just all good and it's like high high uh high efficiency characters like they just just there for good lines like in the wire that to me is uh slim charles <laughs> yeah that's true i mean even like even kind of season one um idris elba's character is like a side character in a lot of ways yeah like, but yes he's, he's so high up I know, but like the in scenes, I mean, he's literally obviously the right hand man, but like mm-hmm. the way he acts is very much like you don't really get into like the com the complexity of his life at all. So yeah, yeah. Do you know and what I mean? When he shows up, yeah, I agree with that. Actually, now that you say that, especially right. a- actually Avon, less so Avon, but but that same thing remains where it's like when they show up, they're doing less work than like their reputations are doing to like create that's so true that's that's actually such a good point like i was i think i thought about that actually recently because i was trying to think of like bad things they did and i was like yeah they're kind of sitting in that office for a bit like (laughs) yeah really (laughs) which is i guess that's how like real drug dealers work like they're not actually like in the ground they're not like the soldiers or like the I forget, like, the mob version of what they... Like, copos or whatever? Yes. Like, they don't do... They're not them. So, yeah, they, they don't, don't do a lot shit. of... Right. So, I guess, yeah, there's a lot of phone calls and just, like, sitting there trying to not get killed when you're out and about. Yeah. That's Fucked a good point. Up, man. Creating... You just create class... Uh, class inequality in the criminal underworld too. Like all the people that that get picked up going to jail is like just trying yeah. to hold down a job. Like <laughs> just trying to make yeah. make live make a living. <laughs> trying to get fucking paid, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, it's corporate up. America basically. Like how do you yeah. move through an organization? Is like how you would move from an entry level marketing position to like CMO. Like. Mm-hmm. Keep getting different jobs, keep doing well, keep getting promoted, da 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 da. da. It's just keep like your life is on the line. Exposure down. <laughs> exactly. Well, this was a fun discussion of television shows. I'll have to do this again sometime. I kind of just wanted to rip yeah, a bit. Yeah, for real. We had the no TV fucking plan on this. The TV episode, just discussing all HBO shows only. I will say that I started. A, have you ever watched Grand Crew? Did you watch that show? Grand Crew? No, never even heard of it. It's my suggestion. It's on NBC slash Peacock. It's just about this. It's like a fun black sitcom um, of young black millennials in LA. And the main, the the main um, idea is that they all go to this like wine bar and they have different situations with a lot of different dynamics. One of the guys in the friend group is like married um, and his wife's the breadwinner. There's Mm. two of the people in the friend group are siblings two people start hooking up like you know it's just like fun fun shenanigans so that is my other content suggestion show again it's fine but that's what i want I um, that. 
All right, here's my tweet. That's it. Okay. Jordan Poole hoops like Steve Kerr spins him around in a circle three times before he goes on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of true. He just is a little goofy with his movements. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's really funny. There's a lot of thirst trap videos about Jordan Poole on TikTok. Yeah. Good for him. I know. This is my funny tweet. And I don't like pic- I don't like saying picture tweets because people can't see them, but I'll post mm-hmm. it tomorrow. Okay. Um, it's like Beyonce at the end of each show on tour. And then it's Will Smith holding that men in black like memory eraser thing. <laughs> so wiping the memories of people. <laughs> Nobody will know anything. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. Worth that's it. all I got. All That's right. all I got, guys. Go, in, I'm about go to enjoy your youth baseball. Yeah. I'm about to go be a little soccer mom. Not soccer. Baseball? It's baseball. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, and they're also, it's not like Little League. These niggas are like 18, but oh, I'm going to go, go support. Yeah, I'm going to go support my little family. It's um, Hot Cousin Monday. It is Hot Cousin Monday. It's also Hot Cousin Tuesday, Hot Cousin Wednesday, Hot Cousin Thursday, Hot hey. Cousin Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, I'm done. Thank you.